I thought I'd do something a little different and use this podcast to talk about two plays I recently reviewed. The first is Dead Man's Cell Phone at the Greenhouse Theater Center near Lincoln and Fullerton. And the second is Brooke Astor's Last Affair, which is part of the Chicago Musical Theater Festival, running through February 24th, 2019, at the Edge Theater on Broadway in the Edgewater neighborhood. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com and theater reviewer for ChicagoTheaterAndArts.com. Stay tuned. We'll be back in about 30 seconds after a brief interlude of our theme song, Foster Avenue Beach, by Scatterplot. Cell phones have truly become an extension of ourselves, storing bits of personal and secret data with the potential to live on, sharing, and connecting pieces of ourselves even after we're gone. In Dead Man's Cell Phone, presented by The Comrades, Will Met playwright Sarah Rule explores what might happen when a stranger interacts with the deceased man's cell phone she retrieves in a diner. This is an absurd, tongue-in-cheek, noir-style, dark comedic drama directed by Ariana Soloway, featuring the winsome, inquisitive, and inventive Sidney Moody as Plain Jane Jean, who's perhaps being a bit voyeuristic, but also wants to make people feel better, and in the process finds herself more involved than she probably expected. The rest of the ensemble is excellent, but I particularly enjoyed Carolyn Dodge Lada as the dead man's at times overbearing but loving mother, Mrs. Gottlieb. I appreciated that the director cast a mature actress experienced in years to play the part. Local theater can be a little ageist, if not by design, at least maybe because there are just simply more young actors anxious to be seen. I appreciate and applaud diversity of all kinds, wherever and whenever there are opportunities, which is basically everywhere, all the time. Valeria Rosero, as the secretive other woman, also made an impression, especially with her worldly-wise persona, juxtaposed against the innocence of Jean. The stunning simple set by Sidney Ashler is a series of monochromatic paint-splattered trapezoids. The hectic colorization and odd angles contribute visually to the unbalanced, surrealistic quality of the story. There are a few bothersome inconsistencies in the story, but they're easily overcome by the outstanding performances of the ensemble and the thought-provoking subject matter. This is overall a weird ride that makes you want to see what's around the next turn. Dead Man's Cell Phone is playing at the Greenhouse Theater Center, 2257 North Lincoln Avenue, Chicago, through March 10, 2019. Running time is about 90 minutes with no intermission. You can call 773-404-7336 or visit Greenhouse Theater for ticket information. The second show, which I recently reviewed for ChicagoTheaterAndArts.com, is Brooke Astor's Last Affair. It's part of the Chicago Musical Theater Festival, running through February 24th, 2019, which is a great opportunity to experience new work from emerging composers, lyricists, and playwrights of this classically American performance genre. Brooke Astor's Last Affair is based on the life of New York socialite and philanthropist Brooke Astor. 
The format is a flashback fantasy in which Brooke is forced to review some life choices, including the relationship between her and her son from a previous marriage, Tony Marshall. I very much wanted to love this show, and it has a number of interesting moments, but overall it was a miss. The book and lyrics by Rachel Migler are the heart of the production and get the job done in terms of telling the story. But the music by composer Nick Thornton is generally underwhelming, with the exception of two numbers, Mary for Money and the very cute Dachshunds and Men. Incidentally, the score was well performed by Rachel Hoovler and Nick Sula as the orchestra on keyboards. My issue is related to the relationship of the music to the message it was meant to convey, and the fact that it lacked development and didn't seem to take best advantage of the vocal range of the characters. Musical theater is a challenge because in order to be done well, the performers must be good singers, good actors, and good dancers. In this case, a number of chorus members worked especially hard to breathe some energy into this otherwise rather static direction and predictable choreography of Nick Thornton. Marco McRae, who played young Tony and young Philip, was a joy every moment he was on stage. Elijah Cox as Tony Marshall was pouring his heart into this role, which was much appreciated, but he and Sarah Olson as Brooke Astor might have improved under a stronger hand, as would the rest of the cast who could have pulled this off if they actually believed what they were saying. Especially Neil Kelly as Vincent Astor, who comes tantalizingly close. Sadly, the set design by Jonathan Berg Einhorn was no help being too small for the stage and basically looking like some shabby props from a traveling magic act. Likewise, the costumes had an opportunity to elevate the production, but were equally uninspired. I like to keep in mind that there might be budgetary constraints, but in the end, local theater is always about how can we do something creative with the resources we have. And for the theater-goer, it's inspiring to see an expression of creativity when it works. As a somewhat recommend, I suggest that this production has value as part of a festival experience where you might want to be able to see new material performed and get some comparative experiences, as well as an opportunity to showcase new talent. But this show is probably not bound for an extended run. Brooke Astor's Last Affair is by the Underscore Theatre Company and is running through February 20th at the Edge Theatre, 5451 North Broadway, Chicago. Running time is about 1 hour and 45 minutes with one intermission. Tickets available for this and other festival productions can be had at cmtf.org. That's cmtf.org. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com. If you're looking for video production for your business or organization, contact renoweb.net. Be sure to take a look at other videos and podcasts at chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com. Follow us on Spotify, Podomatic, iTunes, and YouTube. Thanks to Scatterplot for the use of Foster Avenue Beach as our theme song. That's okay. We're going home.